not. I thought so you I was... were. <laughs> welcome. Welcome back to Some Fierce Thing. <laughs> we might we might be teasing Mitch a little bit. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so this is Some Fierce Thing. I'm Katrina Plonzinski. I'm Heidi Schultz. I'm Mitch Holland. And the whining in the background you hear is uh, Arkham... Uh, does he have a last name? Peabody? <laughs> Arkham Peabody. Yeah, no, so, I don't. Sir Arkham Peabody. Peabody. <laughs> the third. The, the cutest dog in the universe. Uh, and uh, and this is Some Fierce Thing, and we have a special treat for you guys. Uh, unlike, uh, I think, all of our previous episodes, this one is going to be just a little a little slice of, of a topic, of a much larger, broader topic. Um uh, which the larger topic being vampires, and I'm going to talk about the historical Dracula. Mm. Yeah. So uh, the the book that most are of we my gonna, research are we going to get to the oh drink gosh at some yes point? we are going to get to the drink. So I if she goes if she starts going into it, I'm just going to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she All right. So shall we do talking. shall we do a clink? A clink. Sure. Oh, we're so far. Well, it, let's just do a virtual clink. Okay. okay. Clink, clink. Ooh, yeah. Holy shnikes. Not bad. All right. So we just, don't worry, it's not a themed cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, if you want to have a themed cocktail, but I just... It wouldn't be the... It, it I wouldn't would just, be apple pie. Yeah, it would... <laughs> no. It would be it would be something. It'd probably have grenadine as blood and and garlic. Would no, it have garlic? Why would you put? Yeah, no. That'd it's be for like vampires. Well, you could you could have like a little teeny tiny like garlic clove as the garnish. Instead so of bloody like marys is what I'm hearing. Um, bloody marys are like a like a um like a Manhattan or, or like a gin and tonic mm. or something that has just like a clove. Mm. Oh wait, but like. But it's it's just a garnish. It's not actually I'm in. Over, it's I'm just way not. Oh no! No, I want to know what the overthinking is. Look, so. we are we are way too far into this uh, ship ride. I've got nothing <laughs> <laughs> to to start making themed cocktails. All right, yeah, no, we'll uh, get there. We'll get there. Look, no. there there is there is a beast of Bray Road beer, but we haven't even made it up to Elkhorn, Wisconsin yet, guys. We gotta do that. <laughs> we do. Oh. What? Yes. Speaking of which, I I don't know that this is the right uh, time since we're in the middle of recording. But uh, how would everybody? Have, we can have a podcast meeting in between the middle of our <laughs> how, podcast. How would everybody feel about going to Bachelor's Grove sometime over July Fourth? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Because I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So. Nice. dude. I'm off. You Friday. asked for some of that off, right? It's not just automatic. Yeah, I asked okay. for Thursday and Monday off. Okay. We got Friday because the yeah, fourth is you, on a Saturday. I knew you so. had days off over the fourth of July, which I've never had since you know, except for in school because school is for some reason school. they still use a <laughs> they still use the agricultural calendar. <laughs> Despite the fact that like hardly anybody's farmers and child labor is illegal, um, I mean, all right. Well, we can figure out dates and the day and stuff when we're we're not recording. <laughs> um, all right. So Dracula. So Dracula. Dracula. Yeah. Um, Dracula. I'm uh, I'm talking about the historical Dracula, and most of my research 
as I was about to say before I was so unrudely interrupted. Clean. <laughs> <Bird> drinks. <laughs> is uh, In Search of Dracula, A True History of Dracula and Vampire Legends. Um, which was written in the 70s. So I think a lot of it was written... Uh, prior to uh, people know, a lot of this has sort of entered the the zeitgeist uh, mm-hmm. subsequent, whereas very little of it was known um, by people in general, much less folks uh, I don't remember what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, okay so uh, Vlad Tepish we're not 100% sure when he was born he was probably born um, either in 1430 or 1431 um, in uh, in Wallachia, which is uh, a province. It was it was then its own separate, not quite a kingdom, but it had it, it was sovereignly ruled. But um, but it's near. It's very close to Transylvania. It's in modern day Romania, um, and they were sort of. If you if you look on a map where Wallachia is, it's sort of the last um, province of Eastern Europe before you get to Turkey, which becomes well, it was already really important at the time because the Ottoman Empire extended all that way, and there were the Crusades going on and everything. So, mm-hmm. whoever was in power in Wallachia sort of was the last Christian monarch. Sort of guarding the gates of Europe was sort of the idea. So, so despite the smallness of the size of the province, it was disproportionately important, um, which one leads to a lot of changeover in who's ruling um, because of assassinations or deposements or, or anything like that, um, and also I guess sort of a. a leaning toward ruthlessness by said rulers. Um, So uh, uh, Vlad Tepish, obviously not known as Tepish then because Tepish is Romanian for the Impaler. (laughs) I just thought that we finally learned what his last name was. No. Um, Tepish. Or as as Zach likes to say, Tepish. Didn't he, he like, pronounced it really weird. (laughs) Ghost Jack Adventures. Baggins. Oh, Baggins. Uh, oh, Baggins. Did Vlad uh, Tepish or something like that. He, he was, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right because I don't speak Romanian. I've always heard it, so I've always heard it pronounced Tepish. See, yeah. part of me wants you to be having a Romanian accent this entire time, but that, that might be That good. might grate on the ears yeah. of the listener oh. <laughs> a little bit. All right, so, um, so right around the time he was born, Vlad... Um, who there really weren't last names like you didn't really use a last name because there weren't as many people probably I don't know so you were the only one named Vlad well no because his father was also <laughs> called Vlad <laughs> son of Vlad Vlad so, son of so either the year he was born or the year after he was born his father was uh, brought into this sort of secret order called the Order of the Dragon um, by uh, the Holy Roman Emperor Sigismund in 1431. Uh, now, this is important for two reasons. One is, uh, it is it was an order of Christian uh, monarch warriors 
who were sort of pledged um, above and beyond their national uh, uh, fighting against, against border uh, enemies, but also specifically against Muslim <laughs> rulers. <laughs> so he was that was Mitch trying to not make a sound, only to hit the mic. Now, did he have his sea monster at this point? No, this was this was earlier than that. This was earlier than Sigmund and his sea monster. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so the second reason that uh, this is important is uh, in Romanian, there's no separate word for dragon or devil. Uh. So the the name that Vlad's father took on was Dracule. And the Romanian word for son, you add an A at the end for son of. So the word Dracula means son of the dragon or son of the devil. Um, which it's been, because of, because of the, the number of languages in that area, it was translated multiple different ways. Which leads to a lot of confusion about who they're talking about unless you're analyzing all the sources at once. Um, so we both get that that furthering of the conflict of Christian versus Muslim, and then also the name Dracula, which is great branding. <laughs> I just so, like the idea of, like, a, a son of a dragon. You son of a dragon. I mean, I it's I cool, enjoy. but it, it doesn't sound like an insult. It just doesn't. Um, I don't know. It kind of sounds like an insult. Depends on how you say it. So so Vlad's father, Dracula... I'm thinking about I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Vlad's father, Dracula, at this point, because he joined the Order of the Dragon, he was made Prince of Wallachia, which was up until that point ruled by his half-brother. Um, his half-brother was deposed, and he was placed on the throne. Um, so so Wallachia was ruled um, by a Veovod, which is a warlord prince or a warrior prince, not a hereditary prince. So even though there's a lot of people out of the same family, you had to fight to become ruler of Wallachia. And you had to fight to keep it. There was nobody just following you for no reason. Um, so uh, so it's rough. <laughs> it's the sad puppy sounds. Yes. And I'm also thinking, you said warrior prince, and all I can think of warrior princess was just Xena. So I'm imagining Xena fighting. Uh, I'm okay with that. Xena versus <laughs> Sam Raimi, Xena versus Dracula, make it happen. Oh please, that would be amazing. I feel like Lucy Lawless would totally be down for that. I, I feel like she would. She would totally be down for that. It would just find, gotta find a good Dracula now. Oh. Watch it be Bruce Campbell. <laughs> well, they were supposed to do a Bubba Hotep sequel, right? With Dracula, but oh, but, but no they such, never did. No never such did. luck. Nope. Or they did, and they were really quiet about it. Now Mitch needs to. All right, so so once uh, once Vlad grew up a little bit, and not very much, he and his very slightly younger brother Radu uh, <laughs> became Radu. hostages uh, <laughs> to the Radu. Holy Roman Emperor. So he wait. So Radu was the name of Vlad's brother. Yes. Huh. And well, a, is this his half brother or no? This is his full brother. Full brother. Yeah. There's a. Uh, series of movies from the 90s from Full Moon that mm. did a lot of really bad movies <laughs> like the Puppet Master movies um, oh, called gosh. Subspecies and the 
the the the main bad guy, the the vampire in that is Count Radu. So oh, I, I've I have, never seen yeah. them though, so I don't know if he's supposed to be the same one. I or don't know, but what? I would I would be willing to bet. Yeah, that it's now I kind of I mean, want to see think, it. If you think Vlad is a vampire, you probably think. Radu would be yeah. Radu is either the number one vampire fighter or he's also a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so um, so due to all the warring, at some point uh, Vlad's father uh, is temporarily captured by some Turks, and in order to be returned, he gives his then. Roughly 13 and then like roughly 10 or 11 year old sons as hostages to uh, to the Ottomans. That's a real reason to have children as bargaining chips. It's uh, it's real rough on them. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm used to that. Like, <laughs> so so they spend from 14, 14 well, sorry. Vlad spends from 1443 until 1448 in the court of the Ottomans. Um, and uh, his brother lives there for several years longer. Mm. Now, he's the younger one. Um, I guess there were some intimations that he and one of the sultans, one of the later sultans, had like a, a some sort of intimate, potentially romantic relationship. Oh, snap. Um, I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, because that was the kind of thing that Christians said about Muslims a lot, because there was a lot of homophobia. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Radu did a lot of, later on, does a lot of things that the Sultan wants, but then Vlad does a lot of things that the Hungarian king wants, so it's it's not necessarily, uh, you know, there's a lot of politics. Um, Isn't there always? Right? All right, so, um, so his uh, father, due to... Uh, his sons being living what? I just thought of that count instead of Count Dooku for Star Wars, Count Dutu. Dutu. All right. So, so. Uh, Which I'm not sure why Dutu is the funnier name than Dooku. Because Dooku's too on the nose. Is it? It's literally just Dooku. It's like, where are you going to go from there? Fair. <laughs> uh, all right, so so the first Vlad, Vlad's dad, um, due to his sons being living at the Ottoman court, he sort of breaks his pledge as a member of the Order of the Dragon and stops being as gung-ho Turk-fighty as he was prior. So uh, suddenly he got a conscience? Like, what? I don't know that he necessarily got a conscience. Uh, I think he was. Uh, I don't. I. I don't know that conscience is the right word because, like, if you if you had a lot of empathy, you would have been killed long before you got to the level that these people were right. at. <laughs> right. I think he just didn't want his. Because I, I think he ended up having like four sons. Oh. So that's fully half of them. Yeah. Um they could, you know, so I think I think he was more being uh pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Uh and perhaps a little too pragmatic because uh in 1447 he was assassinated um 
along with his oldest son, Mercia, by uh, John Hunyadi, the king, the Hungarian king. Uh, So uh, at this point, now there is no Veovad of Wallachia, so uh, he is placed on the throne. Uh, uh, sorry, Vlad Dracula, Vlad Tepish, mm-hmm. is placed on the throne in October of uh, 1448 um, by the Turks at 20 years old. Uh, and October rules... 31st. <laughs> I don't have a date for no. that, but if it was the 31st, it would be hilarious because he flees to Mold- Moldovia in November of 1448. <laughs> <laughs> So, he, yeah, is what I'm hearing. His, so he was, his number one, his first reign ever, his first act as a ruler is to run the fuck away. <laughs> as most good rulers maybe probably should. In fairness, he is all of 20 years old. Yeah. Uh, he's being besieged on all sides and has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Um, I wouldn't know what I was doing when I was 20 either. So. Yeah. So he flees to, flees to Moldovia where he is, he's sort of to more or less extent, get, grows up with his cousin Stephen, who later becomes king. <laughs> My cousin Vlad. Steve. Yeah. Vlad, Vlad Radu, Radu, Mercia, Steven. Steve. And yeah. Steve. <laughs> we don't talk about Steve. No. Steve is the, Steve's the, the weird, weird one. one. <laughs> <laughs> He's the odd guy out. Hi, guys. Okay, so, uh, so during his time in Moldovia and then uh, later living in uh, Wallachia in Transylvania, he, uh, he, I guess, befriends the guy that murdered his dad. <laughs> um, because uh, John Hunyadi, who is, who is the king of Hungary, like I said, um, places him back on the throne in 1456. So, so how old is he at that point? I don't math. Never mind. Anyway... Um, you said what year? It's 14, 1456. 56? Yeah, and 56, yeah. I pulled up the wrong thing because I'm going to actually pull up So this is, this is eight years after his initial ruler. He's now 28. He's kind of come into his own. Oh, he sense. has He has folks backing him up now. Um, and uh, he becomes... Um, he becomes, like I said, he was close with his cousin Steve. <laughs> Street, Steve Draculia. <laughs> um, and uh, they pledged to each other that whenever each, either right, of them. You're, you're just making Steve up, right? I'm not There's making no Steve actual up. Steve. I'm not your friend Steve. Do, 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 Steve. Two Draculas and a Steve. <laughs> Coming to CW. <laughs> Whether it. you want it or not. I'd watch it. And it'd probably last another 15 seasons. Because yeah. <laughs> I love Supernatural too. There's no judgment on that. No. Awesome. I'm pissed off we have to wait another year for the rest of it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Look, I'm like 10 years behind in that show, so <laughs> I can't even talk. You need to catch up. There's an entire musical episode. Oh. <gasps> What? There's a Scooby Doo episode. There's a Scooby. I saw the. We Scooby-Doo did watch episode. the Scooby Doo. That's right. I will watch all the Scooby Doo episodes of everything ever. Like are, you know, are there are more Scooby Doo episodes of other things. I don't know, but there should be. I don't know. Basically, every show needs a Scooby Doo episode. They need a musical episode. and They need a Scooby Doo episode, or at least some kind of reference to Scooby Doo, because Buffy just called themselves a Scooby. Yeah. Scooby. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna sneeze. 
God, excuse me. Bless you. Thank you, madam. You're welcome. All right, so the year after Vlad got the throne back, he assisted Steve, (laughs) (laughs) who is also called Stephen the Great by history or whatever, um, to reconquer the Moldovian throne. Uh, because he, I, I don't know if they're hereditary or not, or they had sort of a similar situation where you had to kill people in order to be the king. But um, but Stephen the Great is actually called Stephen the Great, or as we call him, Cousin Steve. <laughs> Good old Cousin Steve. Yeah. So uh, learning, uh, I guess, from his mistakes of his uh, month-long reign, uh Vlad Dracula starts getting a little bloodthirsty and ruthless. I mean, um, when you're but 28, 29, that sounds about right. I'm you got Steve that. hanging around all the time. Yeah. Steve's just... not hanging around. Steve's being a king in his own kingdom. See, maybe... Steve's outshining you all the time. Yeah, you know Steve's what? In Steve fairness, the great? in like... fairness, he Vlad Dracula does not have a he... Steve the Great nickname. He has Vlad the Impaler. He's got Stenvy. Is this where he gets? The Impaler. He's, he's about to. Um, so, so that's what I need to be doing when I, <laughs> in my late 20s. 29, I need to be getting my nickname. Wait, oh, Jesus. I thought she made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I need my Heidi the something. <sighs> Heidi the weirdzo. What? Oh, you, say that, you say that like it's an insult. I know, it's not. It's not. Impaler would be an insult, but... I don't know. Uh, Is it an insult? I mean, it's not flattering. Like, the thing you're known for is how you kill people. Like, unless it's super cool. And impaling is super gross. I'm going way into Buffy right now. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Fair. Anywho. (laughs) Alright, so... um, So, on Easter of 1459... um, Vlad invited 500-some boyars, who were sort of the landed people of Wallachia. They kind of uh, decided what happened on the land, because it was, their, it was, a, it was a whole feudal surf system, and um, if they didn't like you, you could get deposed, just based on that. Oh. Um, Vlad, hanging ten. <laughs> So uh, he invites them all to this big old feast and stuff, and he starts asking them how many rulers they have lived through. And they start telling him numbers of rulers that they've been through, which I don't know if they would count him as two at this point or just one. I don't know. Um, and anyone who had more rulers than what would have, who would have been in power when his dad was, he impaled. He ended up impaling roughly 500 people. Wow. In a huge field. Um, it gets worse. <laughs> How did he convince them to go to the huge field to impale them? Well, I think he had a rather large army oh, on his side. Oh, so it wasn't him personally getting it. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think that... No, I think it was a multi-person job to actually get people on the sticks. Because um. what they did was they... Um, they took like a really long pole, right? And they they sharpened one end, but didn't make it too sharp. And they would shove it into you, um, into your rectum, oh, and Lord. up through, up you, through you, 
all the way. Yeah, it's not like people picture where, you know, they just run them through with it. They they, they go well, in the one end and out the other. There are contemporary wood carvings of people being impaled, like stomach, you know, stomach to stern or whatever. Right. But that's how you do it if you want the person to die quickly. Yeah, that's the... He didn't do it that way. Oh. He did. He did down to up. Oh, um, so you're, ooh, which, which mean. if you had a dull enough, uh, right implement, you could take hours for you to die. Ooh. Yeah. Did they at least sand them? Probably not, dude. I can't imagine that they did. I'm just imagining on top of everything else, the splinters. <laughs> My guess is you're not going to notice the splinters. That's which. horrible. I feel like the princess in the pea. All you can feel is the splinters. That's what you're worried about. I don't. I don't know, but I suspect that the pressure from the massive wooden thing that's in you would sort of dull this the the splinter pain. That's that's my guess. That's my hope. The hope, yeah. But yeah, no, unfortunately, they. I, I don't think they were like fully the way that we are right now conscious, but they yeah. were alive. Oof. Not everybody, obvious, but yeah, yeah, that's the people that he really didn't like. Well, I, I think I think they didn't maybe know as much about medical science, so they maybe didn't have as much control over who. I guess, quote unquote, survived to die later versus right. who died in, right away. Right. But it was it was specifically designed for you to not only to be alive, but then also you would have this field of people so that anybody who came toward you would see, oh, this is what happens. So despite his mass murder of the boyars, the landowning class, uh, for some reason that I I don't understand, but I'm sure that Romanians could explain it to you, the uh, Vlad Dracula was extremely popular among the regular folks of Wallachia, the the peasants, the serfs, you know, ever, the the everyday people. Uh, he was very popular throughout his entire, um, I guess, second twelve year reign, uh, despite all the murders, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, still even to relatively modern times, um, all of his uh, Romanian language uh, primary sources uh, speak very highly of him. And there are some, uh, some like folk traditions that are transmitted orally that are also extremely positive toward him. Huh. Um, now, he was, he was famous for fighting the Turks. So that might be part of it, because there was a there was a distinct bias um, in uh, obviously Eastern Europe against Muslims. Right. Uh, but you would think, I mean, he started out at killing five hundred people, and that was like his jumping off point. <laughs> I just saw a meme that said, "Do what, uh, explain what you do, but make it sound creepy," and I'm like, it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, 
I've had some interesting phone calls with some techs telling them, like, I need you and a couple of other guys to go to this building and take their TVs and put it into an unmarked van. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Like, <laughs> and I need you to do it in two hours. Can you do that in about two hours? I'll pay you for it. Like, but it makes you sound like a master criminal, not like a serial yeah. killer. <laughs> Not, not like I'm a recruiter, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so the year after that initial Boyar massacre, uh, he killed 10,000 people. Um, I failed to uh, write down uh, who or what was going on. I think because they don't know. I think this might be um, one of the archaeological sites that they're, they dug up, because um, there has been archaeological evidence backing up that he did, in fact, kill people at these numbers. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, so this one I do know. He killed, for some unknown reason, uh, he killed 30,000 of the people in Amlas, which is in Transylvania, on August 24th, 1460, St. Bartholomew's Day. Uh, I don't know the significance of St. Bartholomew. I did look it up, but I've forgotten who he is now. But that is sort of remembered by the people in that area as awful. So they really hated him, which makes sense, um, which will come up later. Uh, Early in 1461, um, the Turks, who he's been fighting with this whole time, uh, try to ambush him outside of... Gurgu? God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. You are well. He outsmarts them, outnumbers them, and forces them to open the city gates of Gurgu and ends up impaling hundreds of people inside. Um, because he, he knew, based on the way they were talking, that they were setting up an ambush because it was supposed to be like a diplomatic meeting. Mm. And he's like, I don't trust you motherfuckers. Um... So he practiced what was called strategic retreat and scorched what would now be called scorched earth policies, which means that as he went backwards, because he had smaller forces in general, as he went backwards, he burned everything. Um, which, again, if you're Valachian, doesn't make sense why you would back him. Um, that's going to be all for this week. Um, we'll see you back in two weeks for more of the historical Dracula and also uh, more about vampire mythology, because while there's a tentative connection, <laughs> I'm going to talk about what's there. Uh, as always, this has been Katrina Blonzinski, Heidi Schultz, Mitch Holland, and Arkham, the cutest puppy in the world, uh, editing by Mitch Holland, and uh, music by Eric Peter Schwartz. <laughs>